1: having a guy laying down on his back you know by the edge of the bed with my dick inside his butt and just like seeing how muscular he looks and I am dominating that bitch oh my god it's like the best feeling ever
2: Welcome to
0: Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Potter. I'm Karen Lee Potter.
2: This is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert, Cougar Mother.
0: And her stand up comic son. Guys, today we have a winner. It, winner, like like the best interview yet. We
2: a winner winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> Jesse Dubai is the shit.
0: She is. She is actually twenty six years old.
2: She's twenty six. She's a year younger than me.
0: She's very worldly. She's She's very wise. She's wise. She's a smart woman. She's a porn star. And she's won a m- bunch of awards uh, as-, as a transsexual porn star. Yeah, read some of those accolades, Mother. Yeah, 2016 x Awards Transgender Performer of the Year, 2015 TEA Best Hardcore Performer, 2015 Bob's T-Girl Model of the Year, 2015 Night Moves Awards for Best Transsexual Performer. I, she's she's, wow, she's huge. On on. She's
2: yeah. huge. She's one of the biggest trans performers out there.
0: But humble, just like... I'm not humble. No, she's not humble. She's pretty proud of herself, and she's, I don't, I, but she's She's just, proud. She's confident. She's, she's a cougar. And she's making a statement. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and she, just to give you
2: guys a, a little glimpse of what she looks like. I mean, this is a beautiful woman, and she, but she, she has a penis.
0: Yes. And she's Hispanic by, you know, cultural descent. She was, she came from Mexico um, when she was 11 years old. And uh, she just is open-minded about everything. She's just a lot of fun to be around and a lot of fun to talk to. This, she's amazing.
2: She's wild. And if and, you wanted to hear more, by the way, check out her YouTube channel or check out uh, her any social media account. Yeah, you know, jessiedubai.com. jessiedubai.com is her website. Also, ts Jessie is what you can find her on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever.
0: Right. But it, what I found most interesting... Was her father's his her father's a being married and having three kids? Was it three kids? Something like that. And then he was in the closet, gay. He she she found out he was gay. She figured he'd totally accept her. Are Uh,
2: you going to tell the whole story? I mean, they need (laughs) something to listen to over here. Basically, basically want to say. He's yeah. gay and they had it it took it took some effort for him to come around to her to accepting her her yeah. his That's child right
0: and, but now they have the kind of relationship that you and I have which is very very open about sex and and um I love that we were able to relate on that level. We totally how do we how did that happen that we were related to a transsexual porn star <laughs> and her father yeah, that relationship okay. is
2: very similar to ours.
0: Yeah, and they have a similar dynamic. And They're, I hope that after this podcast gets even bigger, that we're going to find more people that have that kind of relationship with their parents. And I'd yeah, like to hear about
2: and, it. And it sounded like the same benefits that were happening in their relationship as ours, where there is this freedom where you you don't have, you can be yourself. Right. You, and it, it
0: brings you guys closer to one another. Right. And that's that's what, uh, oh, man, that girl's awesome. So we hope you uh, enjoy this podcast and if you do please let us know by you know subscribing to this podcast channel you know we we're hoping to get a lot of new new listeners
2: and uh if you haven't already please subscribe to our newsletter uh you can go to www.sextalkwithmymom.com sign up for our newsletter you can get exclusive content especially after this interview we have my, my mom mom decided to stay on the phone for about an hour and a half after this interview is done, <laughs> peppering Jesse with all questions related to how to perform
0: oral, how to do what, what was, she, what were you going into? Oh my God, she went into her four four great tips about how to how to have anal sex. I mean, I, I don't. This was... is the type
2: of stuff that you can get access to if you become. Uh, if you sign up for our newsletter.
0: Yeah. You're not going to get access to that kind of stuff otherwise. So you better sign up for the damn newsletter. And you get that newsletter on com. Yes. And we just want to basically stay in touch with you. So just give us your email address if so we're crying out loud. And also, we do have a phone line if you want to call in no, and right. ask us any questions. No, we're not going to do that? I just feel like we got so much shit that we're All right. asking basically, for Basically, we want you to subscribe to the channel and share this just share this podcast with your friends. Stop being so selfish. Okay.
2: Well, this is a phenomenal interview. I'm excited for you guys to hear it. I actually don't ask for the first, I think the first half of the I, I asked like one question. Because I was just I was fascinated by the story she was telling.
0: Yeah. She, and also she she really likes to she she's very um verbose. Yeah,
2: yeah, she is. <laughs> but it's great. She's got a great personality and we were so happy to have her on the show. So enjoy.
0: So stay tuned. You got the bird. Oh, shit. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. And if there's a way to fuck this up, I do it. Okay. I'm
1: here. Can you guys see me? I can see you. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do? Thank you, baby Jesus. What did you do?
0: (laughs) Holy cow. Yeah, we're all on. Let's do it. Let's get it going. Let's let's get this thing going.
1: Okay, let's get this going. Let's get synchronized. Let's see who's gonna ask what. <laughs> let's get this party going. Yes.
2: So Jesse Dubai, welcome, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
2: We're so pumped. We have been I was
1: really looking at trying to make babies, but then I was like, oh wait, I have to stop. I have an interview to do.
2: <laughs> oh you Make were literally you were having sex prior prior to this interview. I don't
1: call it sex; I call it making babies without achieving it. Without achieving it, it's the fun part of making babies without the exactly. work. It's like I tell guys, "Oh, sweetie, we don't need to use the condom. I can not get pregnant anyways." You're right. <laughs> There's all kinds of advantages, right? But then right. again, I'm smart, so I cannot be doing that.
0: No,
2: no, no, no. So for our, for our listeners, Jesse is a very famous porn star. You've won a ton of awards. You've, you yeah, recently were nominated for Best Transactional Movie of the 2016 AVNs and Transgender Release of the Year and Expos. Jesse, did we lose you?
1: Yes, no, yes, that you're oh, correct. Th- and so, what?
2: What? What do you think leads to this your your success right now? What's happening?
1: I was just very quiet because you were reminding me of all the achievements that I've done. <laughs> she was so, like, "Go on, there's many I'm more." Like, on. No, I'm like, I'm like, you know, right now I'm like pulling my hair backwards, you know, so my behind my ear so I can hear. So if you could please repeat all the things. that <laughs> No, you know what? Um, It is very eye-opening and very humbling, like I've always said. Um, I've always wanted it to get this, um, but I didn't think I was going to make it this fast and I was going to be this famous, like, you know, this quick. Um, Also, about the awards, it was very... While well, I've been in the industry, um, I went through like a very tough time, like at the beginning of the year, through a breakup and stuff. And focusing on my career, focusing on you know my friends in the industry, and the fact that I see you know that I see porn as art is what took me like to that level. Um, if I would have been thinking you know like sex is hot and sex is like you know everything else that we as when I was a civilian would think I don't think I would have performed the way I did because it's really hard to perform with a heartbroken Mm. but when you have the mindset of like I need to go from point A to point B that's when I was like, I need to get to this point. The sooner I make it there, the sooner I'm gonna have a voice. The sooner people will care about what I have to say, and with that, I can do something about it. And now people comes to me. Yesterday, just alone. Yesterday, I was at the nightclub with my friend, and two girls out of nowhere. They're like, they went past me, and then they come back, and they're like, we have a question for you. And I'm like, yes. Are you Jesse Dubai? And I'm like, uh. Um, And then the girls go like, yeah, we work at the bookstore across the street, you know, like one of those adult bookstores, and uh, we see your movies there. And I was like, oh, that's awesome that I got recognized this way. That's awesome. so cool. I
0: love that. That's
1: awesome.
0: I love love what you said, Jesse, because it's true that if you have a bad breakup, I mean, for anyone, and then you focus on something else, your career or whatever, you'll just be real, you know. your your focus will be so straight and to the point and you'll be more successful if you can, you know, filter out all that other stuff.
1: I thought it would have been easier in this industry, but God, it's hard. Breaking up is hard to do no matter what industry you're in. Yeah, well, I mean, think about this. It's like, for example, if I were to work in McDonald's, I would be crying and sobbing while I was flipping a burger. Yeah, yeah. But it's harder because I'm like sucking a dick and I'm like... (laughs) I remember his dick. Oh, my God. Oh, One oh, oh. to the other. That is like, oh, fuck this shit. I need to get that out of my system. And if I need to cry, I have to cry at the beginning or after the scene. I can be fucking it up in between.
0: Okay. Okay. So speaking of sucking dicks. Oh, okay. Yes, I, we,
1: my favorite part. <laughs> you just become my best friend. Okay. okay
0: so just because our listeners have no idea like what you do. They don't know anything about your sexual orientation. we. Oh. Uh, so we need to fill everybody in on your whole journey and what, what you've gone through in your life. You, I know you're young. You're like 26. How old are you? I am
1: 26. But next year I'm going to be
0: 25. <laughs> me too, <laughs> too Jesse. okay? I'm, I'm going down
1: too. Yes, that's the time that we start going backwards. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So
1: like,
0: you, you sound like you have an accent. Are you from, like... Um, do you speak Spanish or what
1: is am, that accent? I am Mexican,
0: yeah. You're, yeah, okay. And so your name is Jessie Dubai. Dubai yes, yeah.
1: my name is Jessie Dubai. It's. I mean, if I were to call myself Jessie Vegas, you wouldn't think I'm from Vegas, would you? No, 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 no. But how
2: did you I'm choose? Dubai. Did you, did you Dubai. choose Dubai or was
1: that your given name? No, Dubai came to me. Um, Dubai came to me years ago when i was dating a guy um he was from morocco and then he started telling me about you know like one day one day i would like to take you to dubai it's a beautiful place you're going to love it And then, you know, I started learning and and like studying. I was like, oh, my God, this is, you know, a beautiful country. That's what I thought at first. But it's a city. Then um, later, once I started in the industry, I was like, I need a catchy name. I need something that represents me. And I thought about Jesse Vegas. And I was like, I mean, if you think of Vegas, it brings you like gambling, showgirls, you know. Yeah, you're way craftier than that, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not that, but at the same time, I, when I started dancing, my first dances that I've ever did was belly dancing. So I'm a very, I'm a great belly dancer. And then I just dated, um, Middle Eastern guys. I'm like in love with the culture ever since I met, you know, found out of Shakira. Then I started. Right, right, right. Myself around it. And then it came to me. I was like, Oh my God, Dubai. It's, more me. It's the same ideology of Las Vegas. And I'll tell you the ideology. Back in the day, I used to be a simple boy, you know, just a teenager dude, you know, that when I will look at myself in the mirror, I will see a beautiful woman, but no one else will see it other than me. And I felt simple, just an empty canvas, you know, just like what Dubai or Las Vegas used to be many years ago. Mm.
0: Right,
1: and now it's right, right. this beautiful thing, especially Dubai. Now Dubai is this beautiful, you know, one of the most richest cities in the world. And that's how I see myself. I'm Dubai because I used to be in, you know, like an empty land, just plain field for you to play. And now I got to play and I got, I was able to build this woman that now everyone sees. That's awesome. I have, shiver,
0: I have shivers when you told me that. That's, that's a great, that's story. a wonderful way of yeah, and, and it was, it's a way to um uh,
1: for us to understand what you've gone through in your life. Yeah, because it's hard. I mean, I don't want to say that for me. I, ha- I it's been hard, you know, that I'm at night. I'm like taking my wig off and sobbing and you know remembering all the horrible things that I went through. Because thank God, my dad gave me a very tough education but also very straight to the point very nothing sugar-coated my dad was not the kind of person that he would say sweetie you're a teenager now and i know that you're gonna have sex condoms are for this for this for this, My father was more like, look, bitch, I know you're going to start having sex. If you don't take care of yourself, no one will. If you don't protect yourself, no one will. Many men, many people are going to come and tell you anything to get inside your pants. It takes three minutes to ruin someone's life. I know you're being sexually active. I've seen your messages. I've seen the people that you hang out with. There's nothing I can do. Even if I tell you to stop, you're going to keep doing it. So the best thing that I can do is here's a box of condoms. I raised you well and I expect the best from you and the first time that i had sex i and i said dick i said dick and i got fucked with a condom and i didn't have sex without a condom until i turned 20 and that's when i started when i was about to start in the industry and that's because everyone that i worked with was tested because my that um you know like put that in my head that i need to be careful because you never know who's gonna you know Who's gonna? Who's honest and who's lying? And Absolutely. you
0: get. So let's get back to the, your dad then. So were you raised by both parents or just your father?
1: Um, my parents got divorced. Thank God, when I was about <laughs> eight years. Okay. Um, why, why do you say thank God? Because my 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 parents, they got in fights a lot, and it was just. It was not healthy for them. They were they're they're both wonderful people, amazing people to me. I mean, they have their flaws and they have their own things. But I believe that if they would have stayed together, they would have ended up like, you know, killing each other or making us kill each other. Um, It was for the better. Um, And now that I hear my dad and my mom sometimes talk. Like, rarely once in a blue moon. You know, my dad apologizes a lot. And then, you know, she also apologizes. And, you know, they try to at least keep something together because they have kids together. Yeah, be, be civil.
0: So so you have brothers and sisters?
1: Yes. I have a, uh, a younger sister. Uh, she's 21. And um, she's the one that I actually... I started, like, in the industry a lot because I paid for her school um, back in Mexico. So she could, like, you know, not struggle. I'm like, if you want to quit school, if if you want to, like, not work or do anything the rest of your life, that's fine. But I need you to have a career. So at least, you know, you have a backup. If you ever were to get married, you know, whenever you want, you can leave that guy. And you'll have a backup that will protect you, you know, from you know getting a good job at least so well, Jesse, i see wait when did you come here from mexico then well i came here when i was uh nine ten years uh i turned 11 years here i celebrated my 11th birthday here here in colorado
0: ah okay
1: so who did, did you come here with both parents
0: or just your uh... I came,
1: like, like i said my parents got divorced very young and then i went to live with my mother for um a few years, my parents, uh, my dad came to live in to United States. After living in United States for four years, is when he came when I turned eleven to Mexico to come and bring me to to call to Colorado with him. Um, that's when I got separated from my mom long um, so many years ago that I haven't seen her. You know, like he got it what 11, 12 years almost. I haven't seen my mother because I haven't gone back to Mexico. Then we moved to Colorado, and being here in Colorado, it's where um, I've been most of my my life. Ever since, you know, traveling and all that. Between traveling and stuff, I only get to be here like a few days only. So it was like it was you and your dad alone. Uh yes, my dad and I. Uh, we went across, We came to United States by, um, by ourselves. We made a bunch of stops because he said, "I don't know when it's going to be the next time we come back." So we're going to visit all of the family that we have along the way going north. So we did that. Um, then we came to United States um, by ourselves. My dad already had an apartment and everything here. Sure. So um, the only thing was that when my dad brought me, he brought me illegally. But then he, um, we, I got my student visa. And it turns out that the moment that I dropped out of school the first time, I became illegal again. So I was like, "Oh shit! Thank you, Dad, for telling me." Because I actually moved out of my parents' house when I was my dad's house when I was 15 years old. He gave me the "As long as you live under my roof, you will do by my rules." So then I said, "Well, oh, fuck your roof and fuck your roof. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs>
0: so, 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 back to you were raised as a boy then, correct? Is that how, Is yeah. that how you were raised? So, so, and the whole time you were feeling in your in your 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 mind that you
1: were actually a girl. Uh huh. I've I always felt like that. There were people will ask like, "Were you raped? Were you molested?" I want to say, yeah. Or like people will like now people will tell me, "Oh, it's in the genes." I'm like, maybe it's in the genes, but you know, my dad's gay and he likes to be a guy in a love. He's married to his husband. I love to be a woman. I love to be a female. So we're maybe. Same, but at the same time, different. You know. Um, so, so, do you think he was more accepting of the fact that you
0: decided oh, to to change no. and
1: transfer over? No, it was hard for me because my when my dad found out the way my my dad, I was a very flamboyant kid. You know, as I was growing up, like I was more flamboyant and more feminine not then than now, and then so everyone knew. It was just kind of like uh, everyone knows this secret. We just don't talk about it. Mm. But when my dad found me when I was 15 years old, 14, almost 15 years old, um, dressed up with long hair, with a skirt, with a French shirt, high heels, you know, because we were coming from a party, he lost it. Um, I remember he stopped the car. He beat the crap out of me like Aww. bad, like bad um he was with his friends he took me back to wait so was
0: he did he come out as being gay at that point
1: yeah that's the thing that my dad was going this is the, the this is how crazy it was my dad was going in the car with his gay friends to a gay club but he found me in the street dressed as a girl so he stopped the car picked me up took me in the car took me to my house beat me up there left me there and then he went to the club and that was the night that I was like, this is wrong. Like, I thought we, I mean, I thought that when this happened, he would understand. Yeah, absolutely. Like because I, I understood him. Like I defended him and I thought that, you know, like he will get my back, but instead, you know, he hurt me so much that that's when I ran out of my house. Hmm. That's when he told me, you oh, know, you're going to live by my rules. So I was like, okay, well, I don't want to be living in a place where I'm not wanted, so I'm going to leave. So I went to live to a, in a place with a friend. I was taking care of her kids, and then my dad and I we became friends because me not spending time with my dad for one year heard him that I didn't talk to him, that I didn't call him. And when he called me, I'll be like, "What do you want? No, no, I'm fine. Yeah, and I haven't been and I haven't been killed yet. No, I'm fine. Yeah, I've been eating. Is that all? Well, you have a wonderful day too. Bye." No, I don't know when I have time to see you. Bye. And that was the conversations that we'll have. But later when I started hanging out more with my friend and seeing my friend as like a parent figure and my dad as a friend, that's when my dad turned and then he started understanding who I was and what I was and how I felt. He's the one that got me to my first passion. Miss Cosmopolitan, 2007, I want to say, 2006 um he took me to this uh nightclub in colorado where his friend was doing a beauty competition and he was going to take me there he was going to go with me because he was my parent so he will they will let me go in as long as i had a parent and i didn't drink so i went and the first competition that i won my dad got me the gown got me the dress got got me the um outfit and he was one of my backup dancers so that was like Uh so So what was this what was this pageant what was this called this pageant it was me, gay cosmopolitan. It was just like um beauty passion at uh it was a drag beauty passion. It was just like, you know, a bunch of like guys dressing up in like girls' clothes, performing, and then let's see who wins, you know, the crown. And I won and then I got like three hundred dollars. And it but they were supposed to be five hundred. <laughs> you haven't given up for that. I was excited, but the most thing important about that was that my dad was the one that helped me there. And that was his way of saying, okay, I accept you. Then my dad and I later, we started dressing up together. Like, I will do his makeup and, like, take him out with me <laughs> oh. for Halloween. He was like, he's like, because he will always joke with me now. He will, you know, look at me and then will look at his body. And he's like, do you see this? And he will point at his body. And he will see... You don't see this hot body anywhere else, sexy. Which you could have this body, and I was like, I want to see how you look as a woman, and then tell me shit. And then he goes like, Dress me up right now, let's see. And I was like, Oh, really? So we started. Now we like back in the day, we used to before he got married, we will play dressed up because he will let me play dressed up with him. Oh wow! So you've really really enlightened your father.
0: Yeah the crap out of you to to where you are now where he's dressing up too
1: i mean it's just you 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 changed his whole outlook you know what i believe i believe that it's honesty uh what makes us get so comfortable to the point that we can do the craziest thing in front of friends in front of people but the fact that we're being honest with ourselves It's kind of like I don't have any weight on my shoulders, so I can just do it and just have fun with it. When my dad came out to me that he was gay, because I found out, I found out as like when I was walking out of my um, room, and then I saw my dad, and he's having sex in the room I actually I was like I didn't even that answers that question (laughs) yeah well the thing is that you know I like got out I got out of the room and then when I I I hear the (sighs) I'm like are they fighting and I'm just like looking but the lights were like off so I could only see the shadows and instead of me like being oh my god being scared I was just like looking I was like I was like trying to figure out the shape and everything, you know, mm-hmm. and then all I can hear is my dad saying, what the fuck are you doing there? I'm busy. How old were you at this point? At this point, I was to um, 12, 13 when right. I found out. And then, you know, I would we, that was something that we never spoke of, like. He said, the next day, he said, what did you saw last night? I was like, nothing. I just went to the bathroom and then you yelled at me. And then he's like, okay. But, you know, he he knew. And after that, it was when he told his mom. And he said, as long as my mother and my son knows, who gives a fuck what the world thinks. And then my dad just started being a fairy all the fucking way. Like, you will see my dad being acting straight. Now he's kind of like straight-ish. Like you can see how flamboyant he's, how flamboyant he is now, and he's just—he's a—he's a—he's a, he's a character. I can say that. Just yeah. Like, so he's—he's he's a happier person now that he's not in the class yeah. anymore. And just like, just like me too. Like the honesty is like, I used to be a person that I used to lie a lot before because my life. When you would meet me, my life will start with a lie. Hi, my name is Christy, and I'm a girl. And that was a lie, you know, and the guys will start getting to know me and they'll be like, so how old are you? And I could not tell them, like, well, my dad is gay and I'm a transsexual and this and that and that. So everything went from one line to another, to another, to another, to another. Wow. That it will mess up to the point that I will even believe my lies and I will fight people. Oh, it was not like that. But then once I turned 20, it was it kind of like hit me. It was just kind of like, "Okay, bitch, get your shit together. (laughs) 20 you're gonna be 21 now if you do stupid shit you can go to jail for real (laughs) so So
0: wait so, so you were walking around dressed as a girl and telling men that you were a girl
1: I wasn't the way you put it. In, it's like I was going by. Hunt, no, never mind. Yes, you're right. Yeah,
0: I'm just trying to, to to picture this in my mind because so I, I, is that pretty common? Don't you? Do, I would think that's common that at first one, yeah, you're if you're it, in that type of situation that you would you would want to lie because you don't you know, it's too it's too difficult to tell the truth.
1: Yeah, it, it was very, it was very, it, it's still very common. But the way it would be before, but remember that before I wasn't a famous porn star. um, want to get into that
0: too?
1: Yeah. Before, um, you know, b- back in the day, before I, I was this famous porn star that I am now, and when I will meet people, it would be like I will meet them online because I never always had the time to like meet them in person um, or like meet in the bar because. I will be too drunk to even get their numbers. Um, so, you know, one thing will lead to the other that will be like, so what is your name? And hairo They will be like, so what is your name? Um, where do you live? What do you do for work? And I mean, you know, I will say the truth or half of the truth. So what do you do for work? I'm a makeup artist. But I will forget to say Bajale but i will forget sorry my assistant is like across from me and and i will say you know like i'm a makeup artist but i will forget to say and i also do drag and i also do female impersonations and i also have a dick you know um (laughs) i wouldn't until the point that they wanted to kiss me and once they kiss me i'll be like hold on we we can't like we can't do this like there's something, like, oh, you have to know. It's okay, don't worry. And they will kiss me, and when I at least notice, like, my dick, their dick is in my mouth, and I'm like, oh, there's something hard for tell, for reals. I'll pull the dick out of my mouth, and I'll be like, um... By the way, I'm a transsexual. Is that okay with you? Know? <laughs> you know, and some guys will be like, okay, that's fine. Some guys will be like, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't do this. or wow. some,
0: I wanted to ask you that question. I was going to say, how many times, what, what percentage of the time would the guys still go through with it? And then what percent would they not?
1: 98% of the time. They'll they go, go through, through with it. it? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and why? Is because they fell in love or they fell for me for me. Um. Yes, at the beginning, I will start lying, and things about my life will be a lie, but still, the charisma, the attitude towards things, the, you know, me, it was still what they were falling for, the way I will treat them, the way I will go off my way to go hang out with them, or the way they will go off their way to come and hang out with me was what connected us, that later when I will tell them, I will have... I always got scared. And the reason why I would wait to tell them was because I needed to study people. I needed to know, okay, if I tell you, are you going to beat me up? Hmm. Are you going to fucking beat me up? Are you going to throw me out of the car? Like, I need to know, like, what to expect. And I Mm -hmm. always got it right. Like, when I felt like the guy was going to, like, massacre me, you know, that's when I was like, okay, yeah. I'm sorry, I cannot see you no more. I'm dating someone else, and I will leave them like that with that memory of that one girl, you know? Why hmm. fuck up the life? It's Has like, that ever I'm,
0: happened? Did you ever judge wrong? Has that ever happened that you, you didn't uh, tell them in time, and did they get angry with you?
1: Only one guy got really, really, really angry with me, and he got to the point of, like, closing his fist and putting, like, inches close to my face but he never touched me like he will grab me by the shirt but the way he would do it he would not do it in a like evil way like he's gonna hurt me he was just really upset he was, he was like, frustrated frustrated probably you're, 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 so you're a you're you're a guy you, you used to be a guy you, you, I, wait i'm confused and then he'll be like but you're beautiful and then he'll be like i don't believe you show me and then when he grabbed between my legs he pulled his hand back fast and he's like, "Ah, I can't believe it. And then he pulls my shirt down and he sees my tits and he's like, but you got tits. I don't fucking get it. And then that's what grabs me. and It was like one of those like movie times. Like it was like, he grabs me by my face and like starts squeezing me and like kisses me. And then he's like, Hugging me, and then he grabs me by the sh- the shirt, and he's like, he's like, he wants to like punch me because he's like, you know, making the closing the fist and going like back and forth with his arm, like he wants to punch me. But he's like, I want to hit you because you lie to me, but I can't. Like, I can't. I just can't. I like you, like there's this about you that i like like and then i was like well do you think we can have sex tonight jesus at least let me give you a (laughs) blowjob and you know he ended up going to he didn't want to fuck up what we had like he said i cannot go through through with this i like you a lot but let's just leave it at this and i mean we still talk sometimes and um i know he has a girlfriend or something now so um he, he was the only guy that like got close to like hurting me for like for me telling him um you know who I was and what I was have I gotten like other conflicts of like getting fired for other reasons oh yes I have with other guys for whether them trying to force themselves on me or like offering me money to like have sex with them I'm like I mean I don't mind it but at least you know make it worth my fucking time (laughs) 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 Now, yeah, my dad told me that he's like, if you, I rather you be selling it, you know, and making a profit off of it, rather than you giving it up for free to any freaking asshole you meet at the club. I rather it, it's like the way I see it. I rather I don't want to be one name added to their book. Mm-hmm. I just want more name added to my black book. <laughs> so, well,
2: how did do, how does it make you feel if, like, in that situation with that guy when they find out about you? and in this guy couldn't handle it pretty much what, what what goes through your mind
1: I, I get it's sad but i have my friend with me who my assistant he will joke and he'll say oh girl you've been through this before pick up a next one you know mm-hmm. and it is true but at the same time it's kind of like start from scratch you know and I never, I never knew if I was gonna meet another guy that I was gonna like, like me and you know, as much. And especially because back in the day, like, just and I'm not saying like too long ago, but just a few years ago, transsexuals we were not very like. You were lucky if a guy will yeah. take you out for like one night and then that's it. You know, back in the day it was more like. Guys will just come and, like, hang out with you after the club, after dinner with friends, after everything. Mm. They will come and hang out with you at your house, or you will come hang out at their house, and that was it. That was what a relationship was for me. Like, you come to my house, I come to yours, and that's it. There was no going out. There was no, you know, none of that. Um, I got to experience that with my friends. I got to experience, like, feeling liberated, like, Being out in public, you know? Yeah, sure. With friends. That's how how it it got really really comforting for me that I was able to, like, be able to pull off the guys that I was pulling off. Um, But, yeah, I did feel sad at times. It it will cross my mind that I was like, I got to stop doing this. Like, if people's going to be my friends, they're going to be friends for who I am Mm -hmm. rather than what they think I am. So... Do you- have you
0: ever, Jesse? Have you ever been with, um, someone like a, someone who was born a female who trans to be a man, a gay, a guy?
1: Yes, I have. <laughs>
0: and how was that?
1: Uh, for work or my personal? T- oh, either t- I'm
0: just trying to wrap my my mind around it.
1: Well, the first thing that I said to all of them, because I've done it three times. (laughs) Can you tell I said um, it was, now I see what guys feel when they meet me. Oh, (laughs) wow. Just backwards. Because I'm like, I don't mind vagina. I actually like vagina. As long as it's not attached to a woman. (laughs) I don't like femininity. I don't like soft Skin. I don't like, you know, soft features. I like roughness. I love hair. I love something that is masculine. And if he has a vagina, I mean, I don't care. It's just a bonus hole for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. like That's having cool. a bottom guy. It's like I've been with like guys that are like strictly tops and I've been with guys that are like, strictly bottoms. And the ones that are bottoms is kind of like, okay sweetie, I already fucked your ass like so freaking much like I can only do so many things to your asshole. Like, I'm tired of it. But with having a guy with an extra hole, it's kind of like, <gasps> the sky is <laughs> the limit. So what, what like, are
2: your preferences when you're shooting porn? Or in, gen- in personal life too?
1: Uh, well, my, per- my preferences in personal life are always going to be, I'm always going to be attracted to dating men. Uh, whether it's male to, um, female to male, or uh, actual generic male um, I will only see myself dating guys I don't see myself being with a woman or being with a trans woman Um, but when it comes to work I'm a professional performer after all Mm -hmm. and if Mm -hmm. the scene needs uh, if I need to do a scene with a giant with a midget with a black person (laughs) with a white person with an Irish I will play it as long as they meet my requirements which is Get tested, which is, of course, come clean, which is prepare your butt, your dick, your armpits, your mouth, every single area that I'm going to be working on. Just have it clean, you know, prepare for me so we can, you know, have a fun day at the playground. Um, <laughs> I want that. A fun day at the playground. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's great. play the
0: sand castle. <laughs> You know, you have, you have such a great positive attitude towards sex. Just, it's, it's just amazing.
1: My, my dad is the one that made me think like that. My, my dad and I, we have the conversations that if I were to talk to him right now, I'll be like, oh, my God, I have this guy that, oh, he's amazing. And then, you know, another parent will be, what's his name? How old is he? Um, what does he do for work? My dad is more cool. He's like, how big is his dick? Does he top or bottom? Does he like it all or is he hot a- <laughs> And then you will- got, you have a great relationship with him just. Yeah, like- I this- have a great relationship with my father. Now yeah. I, now my dad will be at the end, he will come be coming saying like sweetie, Um what? he will come saying like sweetie, whenever you're bored, you know, and you and you have like a bunch of guys that just want to be with you, you know, if you have three, four to spare that you can pass along, <laughs> <well>. <laughs> so it's like my dad and I we now have this relationship of like we can tell each other everything. The only thing that we fight about right now it's pretty much that uh or we' don't fight is that I don't talk to him that often um not because I don't want to, but because you know I'm crazy with schedule and seeing his work and all that stuff but you know he's in my mind and then also think that we're not fighting no more but we're like we were arguing for a little bit was my usage for marijuana oh Oh, he's not into it huh no well he's not it's not that he's into it but he's like he would rather i get and become an alcoholic than a pothead. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, Cam, we've we, talked Cam about this. Cam and I discuss that a lot. Yeah. yeah. We talk about. I'm I'm the one who's pushing pot on him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we have a similar relationship where we can talk about anything, and that's why we started this podcast. You know, it's called Sex Talk with My Mom because we want to break down those barriers about what you can <laughs> talk about with you know, parent and child. We want them to. We want to open up you know, the communication.
1: You know what, my my friend my assistant when I met him, his family is very Mexican regional, you know, I'm going to call it like that, you know, in the way that they're from the north. And, you know, when someone is gay or something is like, no, how is that going to happen? And moms are always sobbing. And it wasn't my fault and this and whatnot. And the approach that, you know, and very religious too. The approach that they had towards him when he came out—it was, you know, okay to a, a level, to a point that it was comforting for him. To the point that he was able to like have his boyfriend and all that stuff. But now everything has changed because now his parents know that he does weed. Now his parents know that he's a whore. Now his parents know. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> There is know every single thing that my dad knows about me. And I asked him, I'm like, how do you feel about this? And he says, it's amazing. I'm like, the fact that I'm, done texting on the phone and my dad my mom goes like who was on the phone oh just the guy that I'm gonna go see later tonight maybe we'll have sex or something and then my mom instead of being like oh my god she's like okay do you need a ride or something and you they have that communication it's kind of like nice because I'm like who else are you gonna talk about stuff like this other than you know with someone that cares about you and that you care yeah. for you know like, this is going in my life this is going this is happening to me so Thank you for wanting to be involved in it and having this approach. Because, I mean, she could have also been like other parents that deny their kids and just like, no, 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 no. And instead they were very open about it, very welcoming. And I think that that should start changing. Like on the on parents should be more like take the taboo. We only put the taboo on sex because our minds are in the gutter. Right. But if we talk to our kids. If we talk to our kids, I talk, listen to me like I'm talking like a parent. <laughs> talk to the kids, you know, about educate about educating them well, you know, not making it sound like school, but making it sound like a talk, right? Like yeah, a like discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like you want, like you know, like I mean, I would have wished that my dad would have taken this approach with me, other than the like broad approach that he took. Right. I would, you know, that he went more like, you know, let's have a talk, you know, like, I want you to know that I care about you, but I, there's things that you have to know, and it's going to be like, life is going to be like this, like this, like this, like this, like this, and, you know, and either way, I am always going to love you, I'm always going to be there for you, rather than the, you know, if you don't look up after yourself, you know, you're going to get all, fu- you're going to get fucked up, right, you have right. all that stuff, but, you know, that is who my dad is, and that's how the words that he told—I don't think the, the 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 times that he hit me did anything on me. It was more the words.
0: Mm. Yeah, they can—you know—definitely words can hurt more than actions. So, so I don't mean to change the subject, but I know we have so much ground to cover. Cam had so many questions he had written down for you. Yeah, I've
2: just been listening. <laughs> uh, so, Jesse, you—you you said at the beginning that you know, hopefully, you get so well known that your voice actually reaches people. Something along those lines. What What would you want people to take away from you?
1: Well, the thing about me is that I I see myself as I have this gene, like, like I feel like because I didn't grow up with a mom or I didn't grow up with a dad half of my life, um, and I pretty much literally have raised myself um i have this like parenting gene that i feel like helping others like the girls that are coming into the industry that they don't know i i met a girl um last year savannah i'll tell you story about more about her later um that i i for reasons, I decided to help her and push her career. I said I was going to make her famous, and I did. Um, helping well, can, her. Can I? Can I ask something? So, are you talking about girls in general or specifically that, yeah, trans yes.
0: transgender girls?
1: It was a transgender girl. Yes. Uh huh. And um, you know, cause I can, I cannot give advice to general girls. I'll be like, girl, I don't even know how to put a tampon on. So. <laughs> 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 um, but transgender girls, I. I've lived what, uh, you know, I've been in their skin. I, I, I've been on other people's, you know, other people have been on my skin. So it's kind of like I don't want girls to make the same mistakes that I did. I, don't, I, I, I know they're going to make them. But still, if I can, if now that I have a voice, I can be like, stop. Don't be stupid, bitch. Listen. Don't fuck it up. Don't do this. Don't do that. Instead, I suggest you to do this because it'll work for the best. Just think about it. Just me being able to give them that, it's like at least I did something, you know? So is your
2: goal to help uh, specifically porn stars or trans people in general?
1: Well, for me, it's been... I'm working with the people that surrounds me. I cannot change the world. Mm -hmm. So I have, I'm I'm starting with the people that it's around me. Um, girls that are in the industry that they just started working in the industry that they don't know where to look for, how to start a scene. They don't know anything. And they come to me. They trust me. They're like, Jesse, how, like, how did you made it? It, in that." One thing that that's what I'm telling you about reaching to other people. It's like now I can have the comfort of coming to a girl and telling them, You see all those awards and all those nominations and all those things. I did that for myself. Now let right. me do and it. Now for- they definitely will have to respect you because look at how successful you've been. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Now let me do it for you because I believe in the bigger picture. Right. I, it's just like escorting. If two girls are living in the same building, they're going to be fighting with each other for the clients. But if they think about the big picture and they unite, they will say, okay, so when I'm not in town, I will send my clients to this girl. So that way, the client will still come to the same location, Mm -hmm. will still, you know, Give money to a person that, you know, I know and the the client will be like, OK, thank you for recommending me someone, but I prefer you or we will call either of us or when she's out of town, she'll do that for me. Or just in case the client turns out to be a crazy fucker, there's someone in the same building that can help me. People don't think about the. Baby were, were you an escort at some point? At one point, I was long time ago, and I have so many friends, and that's why I have this like. Now this was quick analogy. Quickest analogy, like, I mean, because I, I could give you like any other, but then again, we're talking sex, so come on, stick with the plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: so you're
1: so you're that's and pimp.
2: <laughs> you're so with your work. Do you do you have a goal for your porn? Do you do you? Yeah, you said it. You treated it as art. Do you? What do you? Do? Well, first of all, who are you trying to reach with it? And what is the hope that you have with it?
1: Well, the thing is that when I started porn, I didn't know where I wanted to go. I just wanted, I will see Bailey J. I would see Mia Isabella. I will see Venus Lux. All these girls that they had awards and they had websites. And I'm like, I want that. So I went and I got it and now that I have it, I'm like, okay, what do I do? But in the process of getting there, I stumbled upon amazing people. I stumbled upon amazing opportunities, working for uh people doing articles, doing interviews, uh, being part of um, you know, the um free speech coalition just in San Francisco, also like and now I have all these different little projects or these different causes that now that I have a voice, I can do something about it. Now I can be a producer if I want, because I've showed you my job as a performer. Now imagine what I can do as a producer or as a director. And now I'm doing it because I direct, I produce, and I am the performer of my own scenes. Cool. Um, The the only thing that I don't do is just hold the camera, because that would be impossible. (laughs) So do
0: you, have you... Now, you still have your dick, right? Yes.
1: Okay, so are you ever thinking of removing it? I don't No, Not around for right now because, I mean, it's the one that is putting food in my table. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I want, I want to say almost I don't think so. But you never know. I don't want to say no because, you know, I don't. But um, I did thought about it at one point. But I thought that if I were to do it, it would be more in order to get guys to like, so they will stay with me because I would think that no guy will stay with a transsexual, you know, but if I were to have a vagina, they will stay. And then I realized that it was wrong when I was an escort for that one year. It's when I found out that it didn't matter that the guys were married and they had kids and the wives were super hot, they still came and cheated on them with Mm. me. So it was like, why do I want to do this for that? I, if I'm going to do this, it's for me. So right now, it's like, I, when I started to be like verse, like top and bottom, it was kind of like, I like this thing. It's like, I don't know the feeling, I don't know how to explain the feeling of like having a guy laying down on his back, you know, by the edge of the bed with my dick inside his butt and just like seeing how muscular he looks and I am dominating that mm. bitch. Oh, my God. It's like the best feeling ever. <laughs> so I like when, you know, like that bitch is dominating me. So that's the fun thing about it. Yeah, you get so both. Not with a girl. I cannot be with a girl for that. I don't think girls will dominate me like that. Uh,
2: how do you, what, who do you think your, your audience is? Who is tuning in to see you?
1: I know I have a big audience from couples and men.
2: Do you, do you know if they're are they straight are they gay are they are they trans do you know anything
1: like that I do not know much about that but I know that I am the lot of couples like I get messages on all my social media all the time from couples they love watching my porn. um cool uh, you- my fans in my websites they're Pretty much like there are few couples, but mostly are like straight men or like they're just
0: men,
2: you know. Yeah. You there's, you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, ma'am.
0: Well, I wanted to ask like if you feel like because there's you know such an accessibility to porn now on the internet that it's helped uh, transgendered people in general like more of an awareness and more of an acceptance.
1: Ah. <sighs> I don't think porn being so accessible made that. I think it was what started it, but not what made it more like obvious to the public eye, right? Hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. In
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and, and, in and, Oh
2: please. Have you seen People become more accepting of 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 you over yeah. time. Yes, 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 yes.
1: yes. Yeah, she, she was saying yes. That, yeah. Um it's it's been very I've been accepting all the time. Like it's been weird when I'm not accepted or something, unless people's like looking at me weird or something. Um but like I'm talking about like just in general. It's like it just even in the mainstream in the T V. Uh it's one of those things that like now you see that they're talking about you know, Caitlyn Jenner and then they're talking about Mia Isabella and then they're talking about Jasmine Lee and even though maybe these notes are not the best notes to talk about, you know the, who, the, the, someone said, you know, there's never such thing as bad publicity mm-hmm. once you have that publicity you decide what to do with that publicity yeah, yeah yeah, Isabella got, you know, harassed and she got bullied um, for, you know, exposing pictures of, you know, that rapper and social media and whatnot. And it was not even her. It was someone that hacked the phone of that person that released those pictures. Hmm. But what did she do instead of going crazy and giving them what the word, the, you know, News wanted, which she was like, I'm not going to do this and talk, you know. She kept it very classy. She kept her posture. She kept her pose. And she spoke. And she didn't went to any media because doing so, even though they were going to pay her, they were going to twist the story. So she gave up on so much money in order to make her point go across on her YouTube channel. Uh That's what you do. With the publicity that you get.
2: yeah,
1: Caitlyn Jenner is fucking it up. Example. The publicity that she started giving. I give her props. For you know. Showing the world. It's never too late to be who you are. It's never too late to achieve your dream. And if you feel like a woman. Embrace it. For that. You know. Thank you. Because thanks to that. A lot of people came to me. And once they saw Caitlyn Jenner coming out. It was I feel like that. Can you help me? Hmm. And that kind of like started my plan or my idea of the mentoring, you know, that I'm doing with girls. But then what she's doing with the publicity now, talking about that Trump is great for women rights. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I've been a woman more years than him or her. And I know that Trump is no good for women's rights it's completely opposite and the fact that you know the way he says, she says that she doesn't accept gay marriage it's kind of like a slap on the face because it's kind of she says I'm a traditionalist um sweetie you're a lady with tits and a dick just like me That's <laughs> and with that we have
2: to
0: say goodbye yeah no? <laughs>
2: This has been awesome. Um, I have a ton of other questions, but I wonder maybe we should end with – well, do you have – I know you have – you're making a post-op FTM website, so female to male, right?
1: Not a website. I am um, just shooting with them. I'm doing videos. Oh, okay. And why are you choosing to do that? Variety. Oh, Variety. Yes. I mean, and they're the guys that I work with. They're wonderful people. So I figured it's something that it's not traditional. Like, you know, let's go with that.
2: Yeah. Okay. And and did you uh, another question from one of our listeners? Did you ever consider doing porn before your transition? No,
1: I was I transitioned when I was 15. So um, that would have been really young. Yeah. Yeah, I did thought about it when I was like 18 about doing porn. Uh, when that movie, Sack and Mary Make a Porn, that's uh-huh. what gave me the idea. Oh, wow. but
0: really? then, oh that's
1: how you yes. got into it. I put the idea back in the, in the coffin for like two years. And it wasn't until my boyfriend and I, we were fighting about the porn we were watching that he says, if you don't like the porn we're watching, how about you make your own? So I did. <laughs> so has it, has anybody in your family or friends put you down because you're a, you're a porn star? Oh, no, they love me. They think I'm famous. They, they know I'm famous and they're so proud of me and they say that, you know, who cares? That's awesome.
0: So it was much easier for you to come out that you are uh, trans than it was... I mean, it's much easier for you to say mm-hmm. I'm a porn star than it was for you to come out and say that you're trans.
1: No, the thing is that Everyone, I didn't, I didn't, I, I, yes, it was easier, but at the same time, the way it happened was I just naturally integrated myself becoming a woman. Not like Helen Jenner that she just flipped overnight. I made it into a natural state. How did you do that? You mean through hormones? Yes. One day it was the lip gloss. Tomorrow, lip gloss and mascara. The following day, a little bit of blush and then it kept growing from that and on and on and on and on to the point that when I would leave my house, I wouldn't leave my house without my heels and my hair being done, you know, or my wig on. Yeah. Yeah. But I will always try to like stay looking feminine. Like, so I wouldn't call the attention because I will also go to, I actually got to go to school as a girl. So I had to be like very low key because the first year I went as a boy. I did the flip, like, over the summer. (laughs) It was like the thing that happened over the summer, you know? That's how it became to me. When I became a porn star, it just started happening little by little. But before before I got more popular, I knew that I had to tell my family. And then I I sent the message to all my Facebook family members, and then I said... Most likely, someone without a heart is someday going to post a picture of me on Facebook or tag me on websites or something. I want you guys to know that if I'm telling you guys this, it's because I care about you. I don't <clears> respect <throat> you, and if you guys see it, it was not me. Um, and then my family—they all supported me. They all love me. They all respect me. They all—they all have me like high grounds, you know, above everyone. Like. I'm special, but at the same time, I'm that cousin that you don't mess with. Do, do you, so my last question, this will be the last
2: one. How, so, the, and this is for semantics. Throughout this interview, you've been using the word transsexual. And, and prepare in preparing for this interview, people were telling me, oh, don't use transsexual. That's an outdated term. What do you, what, do you have words that you prefer, like transgender versus transsexual we're,
1: transsexual, see, this is the thing that people have to messed up. Transgender means when you switch sex, like you already did the sex change, you know? Okay. So you remove the penis and you remove the yeah, you know, whatever. That's yeah. transgender. Right now, everyone thinks they're transgender. I just got my books and I'm a transgender. No, sweetie, you're a transsexual. Uh. We still have dicks. Uh, now, these little kids, they're like, this, the, the guys that are the, the the gay guys that are coming up these days—they they just put a little bit of mascara, and they have like little perky butts, and they wear a brand, They're like, "I'm a transsexual." No, sweetie, you're not even on hormones. You know, uh, you need to have—you need to have the. I'm sorry, I have to say this, but you need to have the surgeries in order to say you're a transsexual. You know, that's one of the steps. Yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to get there, the names for me is—I don't care if you call me Channy. I think that's okay. Uh, just don't... Ugh. Depends how you freaking use it. If you call me like... you're, I think you're a sexy tranny. To my ear? Okay, that's fine. But if you're like... Hey, there's a tranny walking over there. Then I'll, I'll call me and punch right. you in the
0: face. So, right. Yeah, so it's the um, way that it's put in
1: context. Yes. It's like when you say, you know... For example... He, she... Yeah. She, male... Lady, boy... All those terms. I hate them. How come... Can people call us double spirit or new people like they do in the Philippines, you know? Huh. Uh, yeah, the new people, that's how they call them. And I believe the um, Native Americans call them double spirit people. Wow. How come they can't call us that? I mean, if you actually think about it, if somebody actually were to like study about being, the tra- transsexualism and what's eat like, like what really happens and like i'm like i mean just think about this like men have a certain vibes certain you know emotions certain you know aura going with them and girls do too what if us that we think like one and we think the other we have both auras and we have two souls instead of just one you know mm-hmm. how about that I don't
0: I so it, it, it could it could be that everybody has that to some extent in them. Everybody has both sexes in them. It's just a question Can of which one is know. more pronounced. Yeah.
1: I'm like, is not my fault my yin-yang came in backwards?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, wow. Thank you, Jesse. This has been an incredible interview. Yeah,
2: I'm so happy we talked to you. Thank you so much. Do you have any questions for us?
0: what's your phone number and what
1: time do you want to go
0: out no, yeah, we want to go out I
1: want to go out with you and like your mom said smoke a joint kid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, <just kidding.
0: laughs> I'm such a bad influence on him so anyway all right well thank you very very much and now Jess if we
2: oh wanna... wait, wait 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 one more thing do you Jesse do you have anything that you want to plug that you want people our yes, listeners you know, to check ask. out
1: <laughs> I my oh, yes, please just check out my YouTube channel because I'm going to be doing my YouTube channel I'm so excited about that because I feel like I have so much stuff to talk about that sometimes you know I don't have the time to like post it on blogs so I'm just going to like you know do it on my YouTube I'm so excited about that you know just Jessie Dubai it's my YouTube also my Twitter Tumblr and Instagram is at Jesse. so please check it out follow me like retweet all that stuff um keep an eye on my website jessiedubai.com and on my new films that are coming out and thank you so much for joining us kiddo it was a pleasure having you oh this
2: is awesome thank you
1: love you jesse wow
2: wow wow yeah that's a, okay phenomenal interview
0: Yes, I hope that you guys enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed it because we really learned a lot. I am now enlightened. She's such a delight. I learned a
2: ton. She's very easy to talk to. You know, I was I was to be honest, I was nervous going into this interview. Why? I, was very, I was very nervous I was going to somehow offend her or some so, somehow offend a listener or something who if I use the wrong terminology or something like that. Yeah. But she made, you know,
0: she's she is enlightening everyone out there with her work. Right, and I think that there really is no right or wrong as to what you can label this person as or anything else. I mean, it, she's just who she is, and that's what I liked about her. She was like I was at one point. I, this is what I liked: it, is she's at one point she said I was thinking of getting my dick removed so that guys would accept me for you know being a woman, and then she realized that that they would ex- they, the most important thing is that they accept her for who she is, dick and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that, you know that she really. She's very self aware. Very self aware. I, I really
2: did feel like when I was talking with her, I was ta- I was talking to someone who really understood herself, and that's a very, it's it's um very inspirational to talk to people like that.
0: Absolutely, and and it makes you know our conversations kind of like mundane.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what an, what an interesting person. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think for anyone listening, that is. In her situation, um, where or you know any kind of situation where you're not sure about your sexuality and you want to come out, I think that she is someone to listen to, and and she can definitely help you be open minded about it and and be accepting of it. And I think she's going to be helpful to the world.
2: Yeah, I think people even who aren't questioning their sexuality or their gender or anything like that, this is very helpful just to. Just to hear about a different person's perspective and experience and and to know when you're walking down the street, you might be passing people who've had similar experiences. and to be open minded because clearly Jesse's an awesome, awesome person to to surround yourself with.
0: Jesse and I and you and her father are going to go out partying.
2: Yeah. Did you hear that? I go, I go, do you you have
0: (laughs) any questions for us? And she goes, yeah, what's your number? When are we going to hang out? Why do all the porn stars want to hang out with you they afterwards? They want to hang out. I don't know why they want to hang out. You know, you got Nina Hartley, and now you've got Jesse Dubai. Sadie They're Santana has All sexual orientations. Sadie and Santana just... had
2: no, no desire to hang with me.
0: Oh, I bet you she did. She just didn't maybe didn't verbalize it.
2: She had a boyfriend, and she was talking about... She was talking about... Uh, yeah, she she was laughing right. at my ineptitude, so...
0: I don't you know, think so. But you know what? Guaranteed it. Yeah, you know, she was. if she was available, she'd go after you.
2: Okay, all right. You know what, this is not, let's not go there right now, okay?
0: All right. I, I, I do think that they all like me, though. They love you. Are you
2: kidding? I mean, I can't believe you spent another hour and a half talking with her after our interview. Are
0: you kidding me? Yeah, well, she's very interesting, especially her tips on anal sex and... And, uh, sex. And uh, she, she, she knows her stuff, but she, I'm I'm like, how can you like to deep throat? She goes, I love it. I'm like, Oh my God, that must hurt. I mean, I must, must be going to vomit. I mean, that's the best part of it. I'm like, really? So,
2: so where can they find that video if they wanted to watch that?
0: Oh, they can go to the Karen Lee Potter show on YouTube, just Karen Lee Potter YouTube. And you will see that video out in the next few weeks, whenever I get around to editing it. So.
2: All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, Please and, subscribe well, to our podcast and our newsletter. Our newsletter you can find at www.sextalkwithmymom.com. You can also find it in the uh, de- description of this podcast episode. And just sign on up. And We, we uh, want
0: to connect to you guys. We want to stay connected. <laughs> <laughs> this Anyways, is a delight. Mother, any last announcements?
2: Oh, okay. Spread the love. Got it.
0: Spread the love. And to all our listeners... And please share this just with one person. Just one. You know, it's the butterfly effect. All right.
2: Sounds good. Thank you guys for listening.
0: Right. Bye bye. Bye.